I never, <clears throat> I never did get into Warhammer, but I think because every time I've ever walked into a games workshop, they're very insistent about buy something. Yes, they are. And like, um, all I want to do is like get a sense of it and look at the figures and see if it's something I'm interested in. But they're so pushy about yeah. buy our shit that I'm like, mm, yeah, it turned me off from the game instantly. I only got into it in the past couple of years because my friend bought uh, Kill Team, which is like the very scaled down starter pack meant to get people in. Like the, the Games Workshop eventually realized what they were doing was turning people away. So they said like, okay, buy this. It's a bunch of small plastic and a game board and everything you need. Get your friends into it and then they'll come buy stuff. And it worked because mm. I went to a Games Workshop in, uh, in Edinburgh when I was um, over over the last holidays. And I was like, eh, let me pick up something here. I'm here. Why not? And even then, a dude was like pushing me. I'm like, dude, I've already bought your figurines. Leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it's just so, like, a, I just, it's funny because as long as I've, there's just one that's always been close to me and, in mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to, you know, check it out. And I, I'm, and over the years I've been once or twice and I didn't, the energy was just such that I, I left and I wonder, and I wondered to myself, if I walked in there, would it be the same? It's been at least a decade since I've been in a games workshop. Will it still be the same? If it's a games workshop, actual store yes it will be the same but if it's a different place that just happens to sell which is where i go i don't go to games workshop stores i go to like Mm. game castle whatever the fuck it's called see because like i miss the days when there were wizards of the coast stores oh me too me too (laughs) because you could get the figures there too but you could also get all your D stuff there you're all your magic the gathering stuff there and this was back and of course back when they had those stores you could get like the l5r card game Mm-hmm. When that was there at the time, you get Seventh C the card game if you were doing that. Well, Pokemon yeah. TCG, like all the all, all the, the cool stuff. nerdy stuff was in one place. And it's like that, those shops do still exist; they're just few and far in between. Yeah, um, I, there's one. There's a local game store that um, uh, is in Long Beach that's actually owned, or I think it was originally owned by uh, Steve Jackson. Mm, wow! So. Um, that's kind of neat, um, and it's it's been there forever. And I that's the place I tend to go to pick up my my gaming supplies. And I do they do have a pretty robust collection of figures there for people who do uh, war gaming, um, and not just like not just like Warhammer or even yeah. 40k. Like we're talking like classic war gaming, the stuff that inspired uh, Gygax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, I'll, I'll I'll tell you like this is the last thing I'll say about it, but like I don't. The most I spend in Warhammer isn't even on figurines. It's on like it's on like books to read and the video games that are coming out now. It does have it does have good lore. I will. Admit the the that. lore is fantastic. A lot of it you can just read on like a wikia and not have to buy a book. The books fluff, <laughs> but they're very fun. But like I've been playing a naval combat game a lot. I there's um um there's a total war series like the video games are really good and there's tons of them so you just like you can pick whatever you want that's what if you really want to like sample the lore just do that don't have to get the freaking miniatures that's (laughs) (laughs) like they're cool but there's so much work and i don't always have that type of time no i understand i wouldn't have the time to paint the figures honestly i don't have that kind of patience anymore oh yeah same So welcome to Under Warhammer Analysis. <laughs> this is a podcast where we talk about uh, all the various figures we have not actually painted, but have imagined we would. Mm-hmm. I always figured I'd get into the orcs because I've always had an affinity for for goblins and orcs and things like that. And uh, I'm going to get so much flack for saying this, but orcs are probably the best written faction. <laughs> because well, they, 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 they're, they're literal... They, they've won... Already, <laughs> yeah, because they can't lose because they have no concept of loss. Yep, they just think war is fun. I need to do war. If you lose, all that means is you get to go back and try again. Sweet. And and this this ship will go faster if I paint it yellow because I believe yellow makes things go faster. <laughs> or no, sorry, red. Yellow makes things blow up bigger. Uh, so it's just very it's it's so brutal and simplified because that's how they were genetically engineered mm-hmm. that they just like they don't you know th- there's there's no loss they just always win and they they're, they're spores they're sentient spores so it's not like you know you, you kill them they just blow their spores everywhere and you got to blow up the planet to get rid of them but you can't right so yeah orcs are fantastic and I they basically wander in 40k they basically wander the cosmos on like asteroids and big, yeah. big chunks of rock they've just slashed together and just drive as fast as they can yeah that's it that's all they do and they crash into planets instead of like doing boarding parties (laughs) 
It's it's fantastic. It's so great. Like that's how it works should be. It's very it's very like almost Mad Max. It is. It's Mad Max meets uh, football hooligans. Uh, (laughs) And as someone who played a lot of Warcraft back in the day, um, I kind of appreciate orcs in Warhammer more because over the years, especially with World of Warcraft, orcs are just kind of like every every race in Warcraft now is just like the same. They just look different. Like they're all so complicated and tragically beautiful and it's just like everything's the same now no orcs gotta be like look if you want to play orcs right because i i always have a weird time dealing with orcs in uh fantasy settings that aren't told for a lot a while like fantasy settings that aren't tolkien yeah because tolkien invented them and now they're just kind of part of the general high fantasy potpourri yeah and um it just feels weird unless you have a really good take on them or you play them up to be really extreme. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not interested in orcs. They just feel like they feel like elves to me. It, that, 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 same, yeah. It's just like the opposite. They're, they're generic and they're there and you kind of know exactly what's on the package. When you look at most things that are like I'm including elves, I would still rather have orcs over elves that said, but because mm-hmm. elves, elves tend to be so samey in a lot of stuff. I like elves when they have really weird um, gimmicks to them too. Like, hey, yeah. in the, oh my god, we're getting so nerdy here. We have to read a creepypasta. <laughs> this has no, none of this has to anything another. to do with what we're reading, by the way. I, I don't care. I've I've been doing chores all day. <laughs> I, I've been doing this weird mixture of chores, but also sleeping and taking random naps and getting up and doing more chores because I drank too much last night. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I also, like, I went for a three-mile run, so I don't know, man. I've had a weird day, so I'm... I get to talk about this crap if I want to. No, I understand. You're No, it's fine, and I think... <laughs> and the thing is, people who come to listen to this show uh, by the week... And by the way, I want to say hi, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us weekly, if you have been, and, and especially to the patrons who support us weekly and support creative horror, despite the fact that it's just me and Abysme this episode sitting around talking about fantasy tropes and Warhammer. Um, We will get to the story in due course, like we always do. You know we'll get to it eventually. But um, Go to this timestamp to when we actually start talking about the story. You know I'm never going to timestamp it. I never do. (laughs) I'll tell future David to do it, and future David will just roll his eyes and not do anything about it. People Uh, come for the banter. You guys come for the... Let us know in the comments if you actually care about the banter. Well, if you don't, I, I'd be I know, surprised. I know a lot of our audience play D anD D, so and when I when I'm going to say next, I do want to hear people's input on. Um, I stopped playing D anD D for a while because, as um, I think it was around like the, towards the end of fourth edition, like there's just like every race can be playable, which at first was really fucking cool, mm-hmm. and I was like, I get to play all this cool new stuff, but the I think DMs had a hard time making villains because it, for lack of a better term, it humanized everybody. So yeah. there was there there was this struggle of like how do you, like you know how do you just have evil to fight when you know goblins are a playable class now? It's 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 I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Like you know, play the game however the hell you want. That's the right. point. Right, but I moved away from it for a while because because it's just like I went to Cthulhu Tech because it's you know everyone's very purely trying to destroy the world and you have to fight against that. Yeah, maybe you and don't that's want very all the, obvious. You don't want all the nuance of like sometimes when you play a game like that, you don't want all the nuance like is this going to be a Shades of Grey situation? No, you want the real obvious. Yeah, I don't want to have to think about it. I want to I want to sl- cut that tentacle in half. Mm-hmm. I, and I I love both. Like both have their place. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I the games I enjoy running tend to be ones that have a, have a real intrigue angle to them where it's harder yeah. to tell. I know I ran um, one session of uh, Ghosts of Saltmarsh with with you, Paprika, and and Kayla. I was about to bring that up because like that in that one I'm playing a half orc who is incredibly like conflicted, and I love I, I love the setting for how we can incorporate him. Like, and that's that that one that one's the exception to the rule right now yeah but that's also because i haven't played D in ages well so. I mean, and we're gonna get back to that at some point obviously oh um, hell yeah and down the line uh one of the plans potentially for creative horror is to do some horror themed uh or at least a uh, dark and macabre dark, dark fantasy or some dark edgy themed uh role-playing games that yes. we might record and actually release 
Yes. Um, me and Kayla both have concocted scenarios for that, so we'll see how that goes. This be good. This is the first anyone's heard about it, I think, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, um... I don't know. I mean, Kayla may have said something. In a different episode. <laughs> she I might. I'm trying to remember. Anyway. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, that said, um, after the success of last week's uh, story, um, I wanted to get around to seeing how what else the suggested reading section on Creepypasta Wiki has to offer. So I gave us two stories to Abysme, oh. and he chose one titled "A Diary." in a mine <laughs> pray okay. tell my friend why this story uh, there is a little bit of trepidation i have with this <laughs> and the reason for that is this fits squarely within the current flavor of the season for no sleep epistolary style i found a diary and it's gonna you know go it's gonna go over x amount of parts now this does look contained to one page Yes. And I don't know when this was written or I, when it was submitted. I'm not sure either. This one looks like it's uncredited, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, that's even stranger. It's uncredited. The oldest comments go back to 2013. So. Okay. So, yeah. So my hope is that this is before that just that, that format got so watered down. It's a joke. Right. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Um, if this if this goes badly, we'll just go back to talking about how much we all want to play Salt Marsh again because I was having <laughs> so much fun running that. Oh man, yeah, I wish throwing, we had more time. Throwing giant animals at you and swarms of spiders and swarms of spiders that kill a level one paladin in one hit. Now that was cool. Yeah, that's thanks, game designers. Good I, balancing. I I don't know. That was garbage, dude. <laughs> it's not your fault. I would that never like... throw a swarm at. I would I would never willingly throw a swarm. And any addition at a first level party. Yeah, I don't, really I, have, I, don't I don't understand that. That was just so weird. Everything yeah. else about it was fine. That was just like some criminal oversight. I had to uh, I had to pull a something weirder is going on card that I think will be fun to play with for the next couple sessions. Okay, just good. Out, out my out of my uh, out of my ass for that one. I I kind of wish we were recording it because we had this really good. Um, player and dm uh improv in the the tavern because of course you meet in a tavern but in this in this one he actually we didn't all need to meet in a tavern and there's this there was this uh scene where we're kind of getting told our quest but the party isn't together yet and my character is embarrassing an npc to no end yeah and it kind of just happened and i ran with it and that was <laughs> that made me so happy <laughs> That was the the best. That was the way I thought it would be fun to do. We'll do the typical tavern meeting, but we'll have a character that's really, um, really naive be the one mm -hmm. who's kind of grouping the party together. Mm -hmm. So it ended up being a lot of fun, <laughs> and that that part was that part was me. Uh, that that part was made up. That was me trying to do a, a hook, my own hook. That was good. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to play more. Well, we'll get around to it one of these days. But in the meantime, we have to go on. We have to go into this mine to get this diary. I think. Let's go get a diary in a mine because that's right. what you go into mines for. All right, People's... I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you the canary, and I'm going to push you into the shaft first. Oh, I get motion sickness. I'm sorry. Someone's got to operate the the lever. <laughs> okay, on May sixth, eighteen ninety nine. Always good. Uh. I what was that World War Two ritual pasta we read forever ago? Um, the oh the the um the Revenant, the Revenant, yeah, yeah, yeah. We I think we do well when we have these historical ones. Yeah, miners in the Bonaire mine in Leadville, Colorado. God, Leadville. I wonder what that name came from. <laughs> Found a diary in a small, seldom used drift about five hundred feet deep within the mine. The diary was turned over to the police since it had been linked with the disappearance of a 28-year-old pump man working in the mine, Ashland Parr, who had been missing since March 9th, the same date as a cave-in that had occurred in the mine. The diary was never seen again until a policeman released its contents to Ashland Parr's family this year. The family has been kind enough to give me access to this diary. Who are you, you though? Yeah. Why, are, why are you sharing the contents of this diary? Why would they wait? Over a hundred years <laughs> to release what is now a historical document. Um, because maybe it's got sensitive information in it. I'm presuming that's the that's the that's the foreshadowing. Like it, it makes gonna, sense because this look this is 
the trope that I expect is going to happen. Maybe we'll get blindsided. Who knows? But there, the, the whoever is um, Ashland Parr is going to see something that he's not supposed to see. Or... Yeah, I hope it's not that, and the government's covering it up or something weird because. Uh, or, I or what I, I'm sorry, I should be more specific. He's going to see something man was not meant to know. I yeah, probably, probably. But then if that's true, then. Like that assumes that the whole police precinct's like, oh yeah, no, this guy definitely saw an unspeakable horror from beyond our dimension, Dude. which is its own problems. Because yeah, because we like, well, we've it, had a lot of those, and uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I know <clears throat> I'm nitpicking. It's just like police release stuff to families. It's not a thing that doesn't happen. FOIA, Freedom of Information Act requests happen. Uh, it's just weird. This would take a hundred years to do. There's a, that's a hundred years of bureaucratic red tape or something. Maybe. And like 1899 is very different than like the CIA finally leaking some MK ultra details. Right. You know, is it just that thing later. where it was just forgotten about until someone was like, Oh, well I better give this to the family. That would make more sense. But the way it's written, it doesn't really imply that it's just, no. it's finally released its contents or like not, Oh, I found this in evidence and it's like a hundred years old. Here you go. <laughs> this was a what? cold case, but we're going to go ahead and I don't know. Whatever. Um, why don't you go ahead and, and finish yeah. this sort of intro bit. Here is a transcription of the diary entries on and after March 9th, 1899, the date of Ashland Parr's disappearance. Mm. March 9th. Damned rocks caved us in today. No, if I can't I can't read it like that. Or it's, I'm not going to take it at all seriously. I could read it like an old-timey prospector, though. That'd be funny. Damned rocks caved in on us today. Chaz Burton and I were looking... No, no. There's rocks in them hills. I'm, I need to read this with some gravitas. Do you mind? No, just... <laughs> Uh, damp rocks caved us in today. Chaz, Bert, and I were lucky enough to be in the dr- in this drift and not in the shaft like poor Shep was. Shep was screaming something when the rocks came down on him. I think he hurt his leg, but I think he'll be all right because he was able to get out of the mines. Bert found a steam pipe and began rapping on it to try and get in touch with any rescuers. Fortunately, we found a few, and they're able to send supplies down to us such as food. I think we'll be fine down here. They wrote to us that we should be rescued by tomorrow. So... Uh, this is perfectly fine. Uh, I found no fault. I just love that everybody's name has been shortened. And yeah. I have to imagine that miners like just start shortening everything they're saying. And they just speak in abbreviations. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, if you want to save your oxygen down there, that makes sense. Fair enough. Yeah. And I mean, what, what about when you're writing it, though? Mm. Are you trying to save your oxygen in your pen? I don't know. Maybe you're trying Saving to save ink. Yeah. yeah, maybe, or maybe you just maybe you just write the way you talk. I mean, I do. True, true. That's also a possibility. March tenth, caves are really dark at night. I've never appreciated just how dark they are until today. Anyways, the rescuers told us some bad news. They're trying to dig a rescue shaft and connect it to the main shaft that had been caved in, but the part of the main shaft they dug dug to is full of debris. This means that there that it will be a few more days until they rescue us. We're still receiving meals as well as gas for our lantern, so it's not all bad. Cass, Chas, Chas, Cass, Chas, Chaz, Chaz, and Bert are worried about their families, and I don't blame them. But right now, we have to focus on getting out of this mine. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so far, this isn't. This is, so far, this 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 adds up. This sounds like a perfectly a, like, believable. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, March eleventh. The new shaft is getting deeper and deeper, but I guess there still isn't any luck because there is so much debris in the main shaft. However, we're still getting our meals and the gas for our... Wait, however, for some reason I'm feeling like that's the same paragraph almost as Mm -hmm. the last one. We're still getting our meals and the gas for our lamp, so I guess we'll be fine. Bert was pacing around in the dirt when he found some weird grooves in the wall. I think Chaz made them because he's getting pretty, really bored down here. At least none of us are worried. I hope our families are okay. These are... I don't mind that they're short because that means this won't take three hours to read. Yeah. But you think if you were spending all day down trapped in a mine and you had nothing else to do, you would write more. Write your memoirs because you have nothing else to do. Yeah. 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 Maybe his hand cramps really easily. I mean, he's used to swinging a pickaxe, probably not holding a pen. It's it was his real calling was being a poet. (laughs) He wanted to write uh, one strike, two strike, three strikes, four. Lift that pick and get that oar. Come on, boys, let's get this ore. 
It's our fourth day. Oh, sorry, March 12th. It's our fourth day down here, and we're bored. We haven't talked much to each other, actually, so we're all pretty lonely, too. <laughs> At least I have a journal to keep my thoughts in. Poor Chaz and Bert don't have anything to pass the time. Actually... I think Chaz is passing the time by making those grooves in the wall, but I'm not sure because I haven't seen him do it, even though there's even more grooves in the wall. There's more than four, so it's definitely not the number of days we've been stuck here. And I don't even know what he's using to make those grooves because they're pretty big and they're smooth too. Maybe he's using a knife. Uh, so I'm guessing ghost or demon is clawing at things at night while they sleep or something. Or the walls are... The walls themselves, or I don't know. Could be. I hope Have it's something ever... more. Sorry, go ahead. I was I was gonna say I hope it's something more original than a monster stalking them. Yeah, which isn't bad. I remember forever ago, you guys read a story about people in a mine or a tunnel or something, and people going crazy and killing each other. Which again, super like that's a trope that's been around since forever. Yeah, um, so I'm always like... worried. Like, there's always this prickle in the back of my head that one day we're going to read a story that we've already read on the show, but I just forgot about. Oh, no, dude, I've done that. Like, <laughs> I've, I've totally done that. Like, I've done that on Raygun, actually, and I realized, oh, shit, I've read this. Whatever, fine, we'll just talk about it again. Like it's a... like, it's it's yeah. not the end of the world, and it's not bad to revisit stuff later on. Right, but it's like, it, it's, that, it's that terror of, like, is the deja vu I'm feeling real, or mm-hmm. is it, like, me just not remembering a story? Yeah. At this point, we're like 200 plus episodes deep into UCA, and it's like well, at some point I lose track of what we've read in the past. Yeah. There's, there's um, some really memorable standout stories, and there's some I've completely forgotten about. Oh, for sure. And, and like people are like, don't you? People have come to me and been like, well, why? How can you not remember this? And I always say, I don't need to remember it because I lived it. <laughs> I, I read it, and then I edited it, and then I put it up, and then I listened to it again maybe later, and then it's gone. And then I never had to think alone. about it again. Some yeah. of the, I mean, there's obviously there are stories that'll stick with me. I mean, sure. But sure. And, and memorable, and there are episodes that'll stick with me more than the story. Like the just the times, the time I, the time I had with my my co-hosts in, enjoying the 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 recording process itself. But like, yeah, like like some are memorable not because of the story, just because of whatever jokes you come up with right. or whatever random topic you talk about. And sometimes, you know? and sometimes in a blue moon, there's both. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, you and I both look back really fondly on the Revenant because yeah, that was, was good. A, a good story and B, we had a lot of fun recording it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, have you ever seen that YouTube video of the guy who he, he tests equipment in like survival, situ- not really survival situations, but he like goes to mines and tests flashlights. Um, it, it's like that's not the point of the video the point is well it is the point but the actual what makes the video noticeable is the sound he hears in it and it's like super scary Ooh. i need i need to show it to you and Kayla. yeah um, um but, but, but the, the the gist is and this won't do. like ruin anything because you haven't heard it and the sound is what matters but this guy drives up to this abandoned mine when it's raining at night, up a mountain, which is already like, really, dude? Damn, you got balls of steel. No kidding. Um, and so he goes into the mine, and he's walking through it alone okay. with the camera. Right. And, he's just, and the, he's just like, hey, I'm testing out this new flashlight from, I forget, whatever person made it. Um, and he's going through, and he knows his shit. Like, he's pointing out, oh, this is these are old support beams, and this is the type. And, oh, you can see this formation over here. Like, he obviously has done this for a while. He knows what he's doing. Right, he spelunkings his his deal he knows how to, he knows yeah, what to do which absolutely. is why he's probably like not like because you know like the thing is i as, as cool as i think it would be to go exploring an old abandoned mine i certainly have I've, that certainly appeals to me mm-hmm. as someone who thinks mines like old mining operations are really rad oh yeah um and the, the history of the two of them and just the idea of the, the tunnels and everything i would think tw- i would definitely think twice before just walking in one by myself well especially not an abandoned one. Oh, like, definitely would... not an abandoned one if it was like if we're talking a mine that's like from the turn of the even like from like not even like the turn of a century like even 30s um, 30s like, or 40s even yeah like, I'd be like I'd, i would there's like the, it could cave in mm-hmm. i could accidentally take a wrong turn and fall down a shaft like i don't want that to happen oh yeah so this dude's like super brave right um and he's going through and he's it's it's when he's making his way back and then he suddenly stops and like there's this swelling noise and he says wait wait what's that noise and it's this coalescence of demonic whispers that are bordering on screams that cascade into each other one after the other 
Whoa. And it's like, if I, 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 there's an argument as to whether he faked it or not. I don't think he did. And this is the reason. Number one, I think it was just his own voice <clears throat> reflecting off the rocks and then like coming back at him. I think that's all it was. Like it's some natural phenomenon. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like the spookiest shit I've heard in a very, very long time. And the best part is he just listens and goes, oh, that was weird. <laughs> Anyways, like it's he it's does, not like he's trying exact, to fuck with people. <laughs> I love that he's the exact opposite of Zach Baggins. I know, and this is like the best thing. And all the comments say the same thing. Of I love how you're just like, oh, that was weird, and then he just leaves. Like in like it's so not planned. At least it doesn't feel planned. He's he's like the ultimate troll if it was. Oh, but it's just like everyone. I'll listen back to it and go like, oh my god, that is like the scariest thing. If that were me, I would just break down. Yeah, I would, was be, I would be. Me. I would be terrified. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd get um, the hell out of there. I, I, I'll show it to you and Kayla when we're down. <laughs> it's, just, it's it's one Please, of the best yes, YouTube I'll, videos. I'll wait. I'll wait till we're in a situation <laughs> when we're when we're all together, and then you can, I'll let you show that to us. Totally. All right. Oh, okay. I mean, is it is it mine? Mine's. Is it my uh, turn? Yes, it's yours. All right. So on March thirteenth, we're starting to hear some sounds. <laughs> How appropriate. Mm -hmm. So I guess progress has been real quick. None of us expected to hear those the, the, these sounds, though, because we're pretty deep in the mine. I think we're 400 feet down. I got really scared when the sound started because I could have sworn the sounds were coming from below us. Bert and Chaz told me that I was just being silly, that it was all in my head. Shoot, I don't even know. We haven't heard any word from the men above besides our meals. I hope we get out of here soon. We're all really lonely, and it's rather dark down here. This is... I don't... I don't... Part of me feels like this isn't how people write or talk. It feels almost too matter of fact. Yeah. Like, I really I really am starting to feel like I've read this before and it's freaking me out. <laughs> That's the scariest part of creepypasta. Yeah. <laughs> um like like after 3 days of almost near darkness and being you know claustrophobia sets in and I don't I'm not saying people wouldn't write during that, but their writing would change. Like, they wouldn't want to repeat themselves too much because they would probably remind them of their situation. And this just feels way too, man, I'm really lonely. Man, it's really dark here. We still got our food, though. Like, this, you wouldn't mention this every single time. You would mm -hmm. mention if you didn't get your food at day four. You'd, like, be going, oh, crap, what's wrong? We're all going to die down here. Ah, help. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's starting to lose me a little bit, but we'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> March 14th. We still haven't... <coughs> Oh, excuse me. We still haven't heard any word from above besides our meals. It's a shame because their notes have kept us all sane. I didn't know they were sending notes. Oh, well, I guess oh, yeah, they were telling them, hey, we're... earlier. Yeah, yeah, sorry, no, that's... They that's kind of pass notes back and forth, I presume, up, like, something. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, 1899, what's happening, 1899? The, the Model T's really sound well. Poor Bert <laughs> is hardly touching his meal. Chaz is forcing him to eat some food. We really don't need Bert to die... I would assume not. <laughs> we really don't need Bert to die because honestly, this drift is really beginning to smell bad. I think it's from all the human sweat and piss that has been here since day one, but there's a burning smell too. Bert thinks it's from our feces. More and more grooves are appearing on the walls. Chaz really has to stop this because honestly, it's freaking me out. Why wouldn't you talk to him about that? Yeah, Chaz, what can you confront Chaz and be like, and then Chaz can admit it wasn't me, and then you go, it had to have been. Yeah, after day three of, like, these grooves are bigger, you start, like, talking to your yeah, friends. Yeah, it's weird that they're not. I'm Okay, so now I'm starting to think maybe I have read this before, but I haven't read this mm -hmm. on the show. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> it's deja voodoo is what it is. <laughs> uh, March 15th. We finally got word from our rescuers, but it's bad news. They tried digging a shaft 73, 73 feet down to connect with the main shaft to get us back up but the main shaft is still clogged with litter. We've told them through the steam pipe that we're doing fine, which honestly we're not. Bert's hardly eating and Chaz is really scaring me. Today I saw him by those grooves and he was simply fingering them. He turned around and asked me how the hell they got there. I told him that I thought he made them. <laughs> it takes six days for them to be... He turned around... Oh yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I really hope they hurry up. They said it would only take a couple more days, but we've been down here almost a week, and frankly, we want to get the hell out of here. Bert said that miners who are trapped in mines put, get put in newspapers. I wonder if I'm famous right now. Well, I mean, uh, we haven't that's forgotten. That's true. We haven't forgotten the Chilean miners. Have yeah. We? No. Um. 
No, that's very true. Uh, I'll, I'll give the story of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, this is like a weird inversion of the Russian sleep experiment, almost. I kind of, yeah. It's it's I don't know. It's I'm, I'm getting that feel. Yeah, the Russian sleep experiment feel. And what definitely we... not because it's suggested in the popular pages on the right. <laughs> 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 what have we got? The rake, Russian sleep experiment, Ben Drowned, and No Wind House. Also, quiz, how well do you remember Stranger Things? <laughs> do, 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 That's what oh, I remember. Man. It's coming back July 4th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, I'm not sponsored by Netflix. I just... <laughs> I, I haven't... I've seen a little bit of season one, and that's it. Okay. So I, I have, Fair enough. Paprika's... Uh, I don't even... I think Paprika was... Uh, she might watch season three. She wasn't that wild by season two, but she loved season one. Neither was I, but I think the first season was still definitely the strongest... Yeah, as a standalone. Anyway, I, it's it's one of those things where I would be well, you know, it made shit tons of money, so of course they're going to make more seasons. But if I were the creators, I would have, from what I remember of it, I'd be like, this is a self-contained story. This doesn't need to go anywhere else. Yeah, but yeah, that's how that's how I feel. Whatever, March sixteenth. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's like if if they want to keep going and they actually have the material to do, like I just rather that they get to the logical conclusion and then stop. Yeah. Instead of keeping going because it's lucrative. And hopefully that's the case. Like when they did the first one, they always planned to keep it going because they did end the first series on a a little bit of a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. So they always intended to keep it going. But I I feel like if I feel like this should be the seat, I I, hopefully this is where they wrap it up. Yeah. This third one. This is my opinion. Uh, Yeah. For most shows, I would say four seasons is your good ending point. For sure. Fifth and sixth shit gets weird. Yeah. March sixteenth. Any- <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, unless your community and one and two are the best, and three onwards, just jump the ship. You, <laughs> you fire your creator and your showrunner because you're an idiot. Uh-huh. March sixteenth. Those noises are starting up again, and this time, all three of us can tell that they are indeed coming below us. We haven't even eaten because we're so scared. There are more grooves on the wall, and Bert started yelling at Charles. Oh, his name is Charles. Now it's Charles. He's using the- his full name. Chaz is Charles. I Chaz guess? Chaz is a short is a is a nickname for Charles. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Wow. Well. Kind of okay. like kind of like it, it, there's you know it's a, Chaz Chaz makes more sense to me than Chuck, which is odd. Yeah, I knew Chuck, but not Chaz. My grandfather goes by Chuck, so. Huh. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> like Robert and Dick are a weird one. What about Hank and William? That is really. Or weird, Or is it too. Robert? No, I know it's it's Robert. No, wait, Robert Billy. Billy William, I think. No, Robert Bobby. Shit. I don't know now. I completely forgot. I don't know. There, there's weird ones. I think Hank Hank was. Well, I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Bert starts. Uh, there are more groups on the wall, and Bert's starting, starting yelling at Charles to stop it, but I don't think Charles did anything. I'm too scared to write anything else today, but I don't simply want to sleep. The darkness must be when those grooves are made. I think I'll be staying awake at night. That okay? Watch the wall. <laughs> watch Charles. You're gonna, you're gonna watch. Apparently, the everybody really wants dry. to blame Charles. You don't. You guys aren't very talk. Y'all aren't very talkative. That's either. that's really what this is missing. I don't. Brevity is good, and I like brief stories. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're not seeing a lot of talking and character development, like I don't. None of these are characters. No. These are just people with names, and one of them doesn't want to eat, and one of them is yelling at the other, and our narrator is our narrator, and that's mm-hmm. all we have. And yeah. it's kind of. I'm not getting invested in them because I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, March 17th. I stayed up all night. I'd have expected the cavern to be pitch black, but there was a really, really, really faint glow coming from down the drift. I don't think I could have gotten any sleep even if I had tried. Today must be the day, but honestly, we only know that because of our breakfast. Night and day don't mean anything down here. Which is something you would have said in the first one. Yeah, like, seriously. <clears throat> like when he, when he was talking about... um, You, get the, uh, you sort of get the basics of life in the mine down, yeah. and then you... I don't know, you just... And then, and then you use that abnormalities. Yeah, and you degrade their sanity through that, and you take what little like structure they have to their night and day, and then you take it away from them. But yeah. March eighteenth, I've been sleeping through the entire night. Whoops. I think sleep is better than seeing this faint glow overnight. Today was a good day too. The men gave us word that they expect to get us out tomorrow. We're all excited because the new shaft should be deep enough in the mine where they don't need to worry about debris. 
We still haven't talked much to each other, but at least we're eating some more and the noises have stopped. There have also been less grooves in the wall, so at least Bert isn't mad at Chaz, even though this isn't Chaz's fault. So uh, what talking have you done before? Yeah, now? I don't know. I'd, like, know I'd about... like, could you expound a little bit on the conversations you've had? Like, this would be a yeah. moment where you could actually be like, I finally talked to Bert. Bert told me about his hopes and dreams. Chaz told me about his hopes. This is where you could build character. Or a have bit. them have them talk before this, and now they're not talking. And yeah. then that's where we start worrying. But yeah, now, exactly. like, little now has changed, quiet. honestly. Eh. Speaking of things changing, this is everything in the next one. Uh, well, the entry is a lowercase m on March 19th. Mm-hmm. Today was awful. We got word that they could not connect the rescue shaft to the main shaft because it was too dangerous. However, Bert told me that another miner had scrawled on had scrawled on it that they could ha- they would have to cancel the rescue. They'll stop sending us meals and supplies too. Chaz didn't even cry. He just glared at me like it, it's my fault. I want to go home. I want to see my family, but no, we're going to die in this blackness. I'm not going to sleep tonight. It's not like it matters anyways. Okay, something something definitely shifted, but mm-hmm. I don't think they would just stop trying to rescue them. I, I wonder if it's like someone took the note and then didn't show it to the others and like is lying and like they're possessed now. Oh, yeah, Bert told me that another miner had scrawled on it. Yeah, and mm. like yesterday wasn't too bad. You know, Bert's eating again or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Bert isn't mad. Oh, now, yeah, someone's changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. March. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'll save it till the end. Oh. March 20th. The faint glow was back overnight, but it allowed me to reread the note that Bert got yesterday. It turns out Bert is lying. Ha! Hey! Is lying to me because they are still trying to rescue us. I kicked Bert and started to get <laughs> bad. Hey, Bert. Kick. Ernie! Ernie, what? Bert, you lied to me, Bert. You're a filthy liar, Bert. When I get out of here, I'm going to punch you in the face. I think I yelled at him. <laughs> I think I punched his face because he started to bleed, and he says he's sorry. I think I hit Chaz, too. Ernie, I asked them... I'm sorry, Ernie. <laughs> oh, no. So it's Bert, Ernie, and, and then... And Chaz. Who would Chaz be? Chaz is just a normal person. Ch- Chaz is, is, the, is the, uh, the that Muppet you can swap the parts on. Yeah. Yeah. The stand-in <laughs> Muppet. Uh, uh, I asked them why they lied to me, and they only gave me these sad looks. When our meals came, I just took my food and walked away from them down this drift. We hadn't seen much of this drift, so it was a little weird. And there were a lot of these grooves on the wall. And the ground... Uh, this is... This is writing is very uninterestingly written in style. Yeah, yeah. Which could work, but... You are trying to convey a horror story. Mm-hmm. And the ground sounds like it's shaking a bit. There's actually a shaft down here that I hadn't known of, but it only leads down and it's really poorly made. I still hate Bert and Chaz, but now I know that we will survive. <laughs> it took him a okay. whole day to get to that point, though. <laughs> uh, March 21st. I'm leaving them now because they're take- trying to take my food. I don't know why, but I think they're mad at me. Maybe it's my diary. Maybe it's because they're really lonely. But I like being lonely. This darkness is good. I headed down that shaft I talked about. It went for about 100 feet and had a, a ladder leading down here. I entered here in this large room now. This is my home and my grave, but I'm okay because there are a lot of really pretty diamonds in this cave. How none of us ever came here, I don't know, but it's really nice. A fitting grave, I guess. Uh, okay. Really dramatic shift for which yeah, there's no reason. It could be I like the pacing was fine for a bit there and now all of a sudden I it's, don't know. Yeah, it's a little erratic. Which again would be okay if we should uh, your character can be erratic, but your pacing can't. Yeah. Because then I don't I don't know what your character's doing. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Mar twenty one. There aren't di- they aren't diamonds. They're living creatures. I've never seen them before, but they simply move through the rock, leaving small grooves in them, and they make a rumble, rumble as they move. I have never seen these things before, but I see a couple of them ahead up and down the shaft I walked through. How did I get out of there alive? Even, no punctuation. Nope. And these are all, and this is also written March twenty first. Speaking of which, final entry also March twenty one. They see me now, and they are pretty big. I can hide, but here, here, but not for long. They were all getting up that shaft, and I hear some screams, and I think they killed Chaz and Bert. Good. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I wasn't expecting these little crystal creatures. That's kind of neat, mm-hmm. I guess. I try talking to them, but they keep going and going. Oh, they're the Energizer Bunny. Uh... I forgot I'm hiding, but now my di- but now my diary, I don't care. In fact, they're the good guys because they killed Chaz and Bert, which is nice. Maybe they'll even rescue me or kill me. Maybe it's better if they kill me, so now I'm calling them over. I think one of them comp- complimented you, diary. One of them said, nice book to me. I know it. It's coming over to see us. N- you you remember that episode of Star Trek where they go to the mining planet and there's the silicon-based life forms that burrow through through caves and they're killing the the miners because it's their natural habitat? You know, it's been a hot minute, but... <laughs> <laughs> that was original series, too. That's really old. Yeah, no but kidding. I was, I was glad I could pull a mic. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> um, I can't do a good Rich Evans laugh. Response, oh, no, but... I wouldn't even try no. to, to do so. Would Why be would I dare anger. imitate? Try to. <laughs> I, I would never dare try to imitate our God Emperor Rich Evans. Yes, <laughs> we will all <laughs> sacrifice our life force so that he may live forever. <laughs> uh, afterthoughts: The diary ended with a line scrawled away from the paper. While this does provide some insight for the disappearance of Ashlyn Parr. It does leave a few questions. For one, why did those miners go into the shaft to begin with? Because it's their job. The shaft was not on any maps and was not commissioned by Bonaire Mine. Well, I mean, you map mines as you go. Yeah, don't was you? this a you don't new just... shaft? Or uh, was this a shaft that just mysteriously appeared? That's, yeah. Also, <laughs> the other two miners, Charles Roos, Roos Chaz, yes. and Albert Frey, Bert, were rescued on March 22nd at 11 p.m. They had no recollection of ever seeing Ashland Parr while they were trapped down there They had and had no recollection of hearing any strange sounds or seeing any unusual grooves. Both men left the mine in good health and spirits. Mm. The shaft was sealed off on May 7th and has never been reopened, so little is known about the mine. Ashland Parr went down. Uh, any other information would be greatly appreciated because, quite frankly, I don't even know what to make of this. Neither do I. Um... Um... I feel like the author left out a lot and didn't have a full idea of what they wanted to write and then tried to write it off with the narrator questioning it. Yeah. Which doesn't work. I don't. <sighs> I there's This is a confusing story that has little detail. Yeah, yeah I know. Like Why problem. are you telling me? <laughs> I mean, you've got people in the comments who are still trying to figure it out. Like, uh... For example, I'm going to quote GamerKid505 here because <laughs> their avatar is a dude in a bowler hat and a Plague Doctor mask, so I like that. Oh, the esteemed GamerKid505. <laughs> <laughs> so either Ashland Parr was crazy from the start and imagining everything and soon died, or maybe Ashland was in the cave with Chaz and Bird, then went crazy, resulting in him wandering off and dying, and Chaz and Bird covered it up. My last theory of what happened is that Chaz and Bert murdered Ashland and covered it up. Maybe they even faked the diary entries. And just look at how he ends the dates starting at March 21st. That's really reaching, though. And and, and really, any theory is fair game at this point. Yeah, but that's kind of my problem. Like, I don't... There's things that are made to invite theory crafting. Yeah. And it's very, very obvious. This feels sloppy, so I don't think that's the case. I definitely agree with you there, actually. I'm just a little bit like, I don't know, man. I'm looking at other comments. There's there's a few. Yeah. It's a handful, but none of them are terribly productive. Just. I, th- I think I have one that kind of sums up our um, our feelings. I don't get it. Unhappy face. I guess to me, there's too much mystery, like whether the two others had their minds wiped or if Ashton was an imposter or I don't know. There mm-hmm. should have been some record of Ashton receiving the food, at least, if he survived for a while. I don't know. It is creepy enough for a while, but the creatures don't impress me, nor the ending. Like, too much mystery just makes me ask what the hell rather than being intrigued slash scared. Maybe it's that I think it is better if there is enough to almost fill in enough blanks, but this does not have enough info for that. <clears throat> I don't even i yeah um yeah i um, i mean i'm not I'm not even that that frustrated it's just that whole thing where oh. i'm just kind of disappointed yeah no it, it's it's not bad 
No, it's it, it's like I, it's not poorly written. It's no. poorly constructed. Ye- if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It's just again, it, I feel like with the recommended reading section of Creepypasta Wiki, it is very hit and miss. Yeah. Because, and yeah. I wonder why why this one? Why why did this one get singled out? to be on the recommended that's, reading section. That's a good question. Because Some of these, I just don't understand why they're here. I, it's it's odd. It's very, it's very odd. Kind of makes me wish we had gotten, I mean, this one's nice and short, which was good, mm-hmm. but kind of makes me, we uh, kind of makes me wonder if we should have read the other one. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. That will, that will have to come up another time. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, it, you kind of just left scratching your head. Mm-hmm. Kind of feeling like you just wasted your time, uh, which this this feels like. Not not that this was a waste of time, but like the um, this feels like a rough draft. Yeah, and it, someone they need someone kind of like us to tell them <laughs> to hey, you need to flesh this out. We need to have more conversations between the characters, mm-hmm. and that ending needs to be kind of cleaned up. Um, granted, this was posted in 2013, so chances of that happening are slim to none probably, uh, i don't know where the author is now they've probably forgotten about the story yeah you know this is this maybe, maybe they've written better stories since then very possibly who uh who, who posted this originally how can we know i mean i always look at the the history to contemplate who the original author is but we can't know for certain if this was the original author that's true but who is it credited to to start with is it even credited that's what I wonder. Let me see here. Uh, wait, uh, 20, 2011. Wait, it was posted in 2011? Yeah. So it's older than that. Yeah, let's see. According to the search history, it was first posted by Dolch. 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 But then there was only that one entry, and then after that, there's Cleric in 2012, having yeah. been one of the people to edit it. Dolch has made 116 edits since joining in September of 2011 has only posted at least according to this page four stories mm-hmm. and I think they just kind of left after about a year or so on the site well we'll give Dolch credit for this yeah yeah according to this they are the the writer of a diary and a mine okay um which yeah okay um you know, I, I, yeah, Dolch, I don't know if this was your first story or an early one. Uh, like, yeah, no, not not bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. Just, just, just needs, need, needs another iteration. That's it. I certainly agree. And I think there's not much more to be said about this one except uh, giving it our freshness ratings. Yeah, I, I, I the last thing I will say is I'm I'm disappointed not because it's a poor like a, a bad story, but it had potential. And it we did. Didn't get I mean that. that's I mean we I the thing I liked about it was it seemed it seemed um, cohesive enough and and seemed to understand enough how mining like what might actually work in 1899. Yeah, so that, I, I think we were expecting brush and sleep experiment levels of detail and intrigue but we just didn't get it no and you know i think that would have been nice yeah would have been nice to get some more just like what do you do in this situation if you're this there's this cave-in and that sort of yeah. thing we got little bits and bobs of that but like anything else the whole thing was just a bunch of bits and bobs yeah bits and bobs you know what i mean bobs your uncle oh well um i will give this story one out of three trapped miners I'm going to give this uh, Chaz out of a Charles. <laughs> or I wonder why exactly you use Chaz, because that's weird. Chaz, Chaz doesn't feel like a name you would call anybody in 1899. I don't know. I, I don't know how far the, how, how far Chaz goes back as an ism. Yeah. But I guess we'll find out. Um, hey, Abysme, thank you very much for joining me for this episode. Well, thank you for having me on. Always a pleasure. Um what sort of shenanigans have you been up to lately uh, that you would like our, our friends and colleagues and listeners to know about? Well, I just today, as of the recording of this, I did another video game live stream um, that will hopefully become a semi-regular monthly installment. So mm-hmm. if you want to join me for some horror video games, some I play for trick or track research, others I just do for fun, 
you can join me on that and we'll be releasing that through creative horror so just keep your eyes out for those links when they happen um i have released three episodes of the second season of reagan readers um the fourth one's gonna take a while just because i don't have time in the next two months to write it and put it together but it should go back to monthly after that mm-hmm. and trick or track i finally do have a new movie to talk about so might be able to get that out in july probably gonna have to wait till august for it and you can check out trick or track on the creative horror network huzzah yes go do that in fact we'll go check do. out the many fine podcasts we have on the creative horror network including dark darkly lit the witching hour creepy cooking staff and of course the uh sleeping giant that is midnight marinara <laughs> Fee fi fo fum um, um hiatus chum. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did make the formal announcement, sort of formal announcement last episode that we are gonna get a couple one or two more episodes in October. That's my plan, if all goes well. Yay. So um uh keep an ear out for that when we get to the, the spookiest month of the year. My oh, favorite man. month of the year. I'm excited. I'm always excited for October. Me too. I'm enjoy. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to October and all the the cool stuff. What, what, what with what will inevitably get to do? Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, with that all established, we should probably go. I don't know. Not wander into. New- you know what? I, I was just thinking about. Um, kind of tying it all back to what we were talking about at the beginning. Um, those like. Imagine LARPing in an abandoned mine. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get the plot to Mazes and Monsters. Oh, I've never been LARPing. I would like to, but uh, not even that will get me into an abandoned mine. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not even if someone gets a skeleton, like a skeleton and tie, like a lab skeleton ties it to a string and like has it hang from a (laughs) mine shaft and is like, Ooh, you've entered. eh." I don't know why I brought up Mazes and Monsters. You know what? You know what, though? That should be a haunt. Is Ooh. the claustrophobia of being in an abandoned mine. You know? It would be a lot of work, but that would freak people out just on the claustrophobia aspect. Ooh. I, you know, I'm pretty sure there's been haunts that have been themed after abandoned mines, at least in that the would times be... I've been places. Oh, man. You could do it like... It'd be really quiet for the most part, too. Mm. And you would just have random little things that echo. And lights that flicker. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be pretty... That, it, could, it could build really slowly, and then, you know, you mm. start noticing there are grooves in the walls, and then you start... Stop talking to your friend Chaz for no reason, <laughs> but you blame him anyway. And then you punch Bert in the face. <laughs> ah, Ernie! Ernie that's Ashley! My, that's my favorite part of the hunt, is when you get to turn around and punch your friend, because it's canon. <laughs> punch, punch a friend, the haunt. <laughs> Everyone's just like a line out the door. Oh, sweet! My friend. <laughs> Do I have to bring my friend, or can I just trick one of my hated enemies into coming to this thing? Either one. Eh, fair. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>